0: Elbows out, side this is uh, All right, hold on. done. Oh shit, we're we'll recording. Sneaky, yep.
1: sneaky recording.
0: <laughs> stop.
2: I mean, you won't. But that's okay.
0: That's <laughs> I'm gonna stop.
2: Why delight on the show, D? Um, all right, we're talking ETH Denver or F. Denver, depending on how you'd like to pronounce it. It's it's up to you. Corey and jesse uh y'all went and partook of this so Corey, i'm gonna ask you this because i think jesse would not have a very long answer for people who might not know what it is what even is eth denver
3: Ooh, good question my uh pleasure. thanks for that question anyway uh i don't even know how i say it mm. i think i go back and forth with East and f denver depending on my feeling at the time but uh Ethereum has a set of conferences around the globe called ETH Global that happen and have been happening for a long period of time. And one of the, I think, more robust ones that people enjoyed going to, especially for the early vibe, mm-hmm. was ETH Denver. There you go. That's it. That way. Uh, and it really kind of, I think, was one of the better ones that struck the kind of weird philosophical regenerative vibe of Ethereum because it's run by, I mean, that's where a lot of like people like Kevin Awaki from Gitcoin is in Denver. He's really into like regenerative finance, these types of things. And so they were the early kind of progenitors, pushers of, of this one. It's now made, run by a guy named John, who's the founder of Opalus, which is like a, a DAO for handling payroll if you get paid by crypto. So it's like, you know, you, you join a co-op which handles some of the the difficulties of accepting crypto in your life. And uh, if you ever try to get a bank loan and you accept crypto for your job, uh, have fun, good luck. Opelos is there to try to help, right? So like, they're like this, it's it's an interesting group of people that are pushed an early good vibe of what Ethereum was based on this series of conferences called ETH Global at Denver being the one in Denver. And over the years, it's basically grown like exponentially. Like it's been, small and cool uh and then every year it gets bigger and leading up to this year like to last year uh it was like too big for its britches and that the venues that they made were too small for the amount of yep. demand and number of tickets that they sold so like, getting in was really hard Once you got in it was really uh hard to get around it was really clustered so this year they went all out and bought like a stockyard rented like stockyards and so it's a huge venue which a lot of people complained about because it's like lost some of that vibe. But like when you have something like 40,000 registrations for a conference, like starting from like I don't know a couple hundred to a, a metric shit ton, it's the vibe changes, right? Like that coordination effort makes me want to throw up. And mm. and I, I, had a, I had a good time. There's a lot of good good representation of projects. We had quite a few people from status show up. Got to see some people I'd never seen from status and meet some some OGs and then still a lot of my friends that show up. To How many people things, so. were complaining Go about on, it being
2: time. too big that you think were the people that also couldn't get in the last time? I'm Like, mm, somebody's complaining, but did, were you know. also complaining when you couldn't register? I
3: don't no, I, I never <laughs> had that problem because I was a speaker and I just walk in, but like, I I I privilege. (laughs) I had speaker privilege. Uh, You talk at this one? Maybe. No, this is the first conference that I've been to in a long time that I didn't give a talk at, and it was wonderful. Why? You don't like talking in front of people? I love talking, but it's it's a burden and it's stressful. And it was nice to just walk around and vibe out and talk to people and not have Mm -hmm. such like pressure to get anything. Jesse, what do you do when you're
2: when you're there?
1: Oh, I went around with people from status collecting swag and talking to projects have so much swag. Yeah, I have a ton of swag. I have many socks okay. and hats and t shirts and a, a sweater. Sweater? He's a That's lot.
3: You want multi yeah, I have a I got a couple sweaters. I got a wallet connect sweater after I talked with Pedro for a while about why he's not using Walker. Mm. Would you
0: say you're swagnificant now, Jesse? Uh I don't know I
1: don't about think that he word, would. but yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> now he's certainly not cool enough to use the word, so
1: no. <laughs> so so here's what I want to know. Um, what did Pedro say to you and your conversations about him with like regarding why they aren't using Waku in, in Wallet Connect anymore? Yeah, so a quick history lesson.
3: Um, wallet Connect started out, so wallet connect is a service that allows you to connect your phone wallet. To uh, a web app, web dap, I do going want to say that word, a decentralized application, whether it's in your browser or on a desktop application or something that you wouldn't want to connect your wallet to. So instead of using MetaMask, you open up a Wallet Connect thing, it gives you a QR code, and you scan that with your mobile wallet, and it makes a connection between your wallet on your phone and the app you're browsing on your, on your desktop, or
0: whatever. Very valuable thing.
3: Very valuable thing, very used. Uh, He did, it's only been around since like 2018 and he had a wonderful job of proliferating the standard to a bunch of different wallets. Uh, This original Wallet Connect version, Wallet Connect version one was centralized in the manner that like he ran the infrastructure that managed Mm -hmm. those connections. So if if you were using Wallet Connect, you were using a Wallet Connect server that could basically do whatever it wanted to do with those connections. And if Wallet Connect went down, you couldn't connect to your app. Um, in an effort to decentralize that and not rely on Wallet Connect infrastructure, uh, we convinced them to use Waku. And so, when you started managing those those wallet to dapp negotiations, he had infrastructure that used Waku as a relay service to negotiate those those handshakes and establish a connection between your phone and the thing. Uh, since then, he moved off of Waku to be like use a cloud service. I forget which one he uses off the top of my head. Why? Um, ostensibly, he said the latency was a problem. So the mm. time it took to make that handshake, there might have been some other issues that I don't know the technical details of, but uh, that seemed to be the main issue. And so we talked about it, and it appears as though he had a naive implementation of using Waku, which is very easy to do. Waku is a ephemeral messaging service, right? I send messages in a gossip layer. If you know how to listen to them, you receive them. If you don't know how to listen to them, you can't see them or Mm. differentiate them from all the other traffic. If you set this up wrong, you end up using a lot of bandwidth without getting what you want, reliably, Mm. right? Uh, So I talked to him about a lot of the work we're doing in status and in Waku to um, test and give best practices on how to use Waku appropriately to get to the level of performance he's looking for. Uh, And we may do some discovery work to put that back into Wallet Connect. So hopefully mm. that's the case. And we announced that in something like ECC. Got yes.
0: it. Can I slap an analogy on this? Please so Walla Connect guy. Was sending someone out to pick his pick up his groceries and he said, Hey, I want some green peppers. But then they came back with like jalapenos, serranos, pepperoncinis, basically every green pepper. And he was like, oh, no. So he didn't calibrate that request. He didn't say, hey, no, green peppers, like just green peppers. And they were like, oh, you want green peppers, you say? Here you go. Here's all of the green. And then it messed up the latency. It's not a terrible analogy, actually.
2: I was just waiting to be like, like, is that a right analogy? Just
0: I just I, (laughs) I thought about it. Short and densely, while you were explaining his response,
3: and that's been a problem. Like even it's like ironically, even status, the 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 company and application that birthed Waku, for lack of a better term, uh, didn't implement Waku correctly when they when they like uh, increased the versioning as we moved away from Whisper. Right, we we changed the way it works, and in the process of doing that, we didn't relay the like the right way to implement Waku so that you're getting the right performance that you're looking for depending upon the security guarantees that you want. Mm -hmm. So if you do that wrong, you're not getting a bunch of messages you don't want or you're not getting the messages that you do want. Uh, And so I think we have a lot of work on our side to fix that. At the end of the day, like it'll do the things that he wants wants it to do.
0: So like if Waku were a switchboard, Switchboard how many switches
3: are on it? It's a, it's a, it's a lot, but you can't see them. I don't know how it's kind of the point, right? Like it's (laughs) it's a, it's a huge network to be able to listen to what you want to do. Uh, but you can't see all the traffic. That's kind of the point. It's Mm. it's supposed to obscure privacy, the routing of, of one message to one, one person messaging to another, depending on how you configure it.
0: Mm. So wait, hold up.
3: Pause. You want to give me like the tech, the tech buzz? No, I have a question. Like,
0: if each node can configure Waku, then couldn't you be at risk of not getting the full gamut of the produce section? You know what I'm saying? Going back to the analogy from earlier. It's a
3: gossip network, right? So there's different ways in which you can run it depending upon uh, how you want to contribute to the network and what you're going to listen to and what trust assumptions you have. But like, if you run a relay, Mm. as long as you're listening to the right things, you're going to get everything. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: They're like just passing everything. the baton. Well, like all you, the messages, you publish it's a,
3: it's a, it's a publish subscribe method, otherwise known as pub sub. And that I want to send a message. I publish to a specific topic and anyone who knows how to listen to that topic will get it. So what that does is it helps with, uh, removing sender receiver connections. So it's not necessarily sure like who I'm sending it to because I'm publishing to a place, and someone knows how to listen to that place. And the process uh. of publishing to a place, I send a message to the to a relay, and that person then sends that same message throughout the entire relay in a peer-to-peer way, so that eventually all relays know that that message exists. And so if I have a connection to any relay, eventually I'm going to see that that message exists, and I can read it if I can decrypt it appropriately. And so you, you 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 sever the link between I'm sending gotcha. you a message, and a, okay. a matter speaking,
0: is there a certain uh, is there a certain number of nodes needed that would compete with the centralized services that he had to go back to or felt he had to go back to? Because I mean, he obviously now that he knows there's a good chance he'll switch to Waku. Switch oh, back. I have to, to Waku. Pro- I have
3: to prove it to him, right? He's not going to oh, switch okay. over infrastructure that works to one he's not sure works. The process mm-hmm. of what we're doing with some of the analysis and research of scaling Waku is finding that number and performance difference to make sure that I can meet his requirements. And if I can't meet the okay. requirements of the, something like that, then we know that Waku doesn't work for that use case and we can publish that. Like, I'm not going to say it does if it doesn't. And it's part of the research that's currently ongoing Got within it. us.
0: That sounds like an interesting conversation.
3: Sorry, Jesse. I think I actually uh, hijacked.
1: No, no, I'm 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 learning and listening. Like, so like, I had I have a question. Like, additionally, like if if Waku doesn't meet the requirements of Wallet Connect, how will it meet our requirements for Status Chat app?
3: What Wallet Connect does is a bit different than what Status Chat app tries to do. Um, in my opinion, they're close enough such that if we can meet the demands of status, we certainly meet the demands of Wallet Connect. but they're slightly different in the types of ways in which they want to filter things and the amount of information they, or the amount of features that they don't need with respect to like privacy or security. Like in my opinion, like Wallet Connect doesn't care about privacy so they don't need to implement some of the overhead that's required for private chat or for private message mm-hmm. setting.
1: So in, using in it for like this
3: for, for like robustness.
1: In terms of like messaging full-time. performance for their feature that they're going to add, like the messaging between wallets, is that something that status chat app may not get to because of the privacy that is included and the overhead It already, is already does
3: that. Status chat already does that. It's just not obvious. Like, oh. the tech's already there. We just use, instead of using your wallet key, we use a a chat key not linked to your wallet because we want to make sure that, that we want to sever the link between uh, who you're talking to and how much funds they have. That's something they, they should disclose to you. In order to do that, we don't use your account address as the key used to sign, sign messages.
1: I'm talking about, like, latency in terms of messaging between, like... Same thing people That's isn't it like awesome. considerably higher for status chat up versus Wallet connect no no,
3: oh. it'll be the same thing if not bad, okay because we know how to do it nice maybe i mean it, it depends right on, on what his infrastructure is like if he uses waku just to connect wallet connect relay nodes there's a bunch of other stuff in between those relay nodes and however he implements chat which i'm not exactly sure i don't know how he's building things, whereas our chat is like lower in the stack and leverages the relays themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Jesse, is this your first conference at Denver? And by the way, because I say yeah. I say Ethereum Denver, I'm one of those. You didn't. Um, this is your
3: first conference. You went to Dev Connect. It's no, Trust I said Max. this is my
1: first. This is my first uh, ETH Denver conference. yeah that's what i said
3: how did you there's a lot of weed in denver like a lot we went to i went to it might as well be i was at i went to the the pizza dow after party one of those nights because um pizza i was following some friends and it was like a private event for uh pizza dow who does something which i don't i'm not sure of so i'm not Shilling or anything. It's just where ha- my friends happen to be. And um, like the bartenders were taking bonk hits. Like it was like. No. like nice. Like that's Sounds when you like know it's really legal. When you like order a beer and like hold up, bro. And the bartender yeah. takes a rip and then get your beer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, how, do they, how do they get so the Contact high. We... The moment you walked into this place. It's, there's no way of getting around it.
0: Oh, yeah. How do they get the productivity weed? Like
3: I have no idea. Like it's have, where
0: everybody it. who can successfully be productive on weed moves to Denver. Because they're like, Yeah, this is it. This is it for me. I'm perfect <laughs> at this. But for me, when I smoke weed, it's over. I have to go into the phantom zone. Yeah. There's no coming back. But anyways, did you guys light up? You can say it, it's okay. Gummies,
1: bro. I gummies. went to the phantom zone. Gummies. <laughs> Those don't pretty hard.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, man! Yeah. Edibles are no joke. no well,
3: They're yeah. so good. Like they taste so. They're dangerously it's good. Tastes like candy because they get are. Yeah. It, the will
2: get you.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Anymore, like. <laughs> Keep your lungs intact. Just take a couple gummies and see you tomorrow. That's the way it goes. Okay.
1: No, don't take a couple gummies. Just take one gummy. Take
0: bite the head off of one gummy.
1: It's not even good. good. Yeah. Microdosing it gummies. It was bad. I just
0: I wanna know how how many times a year does somebody find their toddler next to an open bag of edibles.
3: Oh, I don't like, know, man. That scares the hell out God. of me. Like, it's well, gotta like, be so, like clearly routine. people don't understand the power of these things. Like at, at that same pizza doll party, there some kid took something, some rip, <laughs> and he was literally passed out mouthed open on the couch <laughs> the entire time I was there. He didn't budge, and people were just like having a conversation around him. He was gone by the time the party was gone, but like someone took him home. He did not do it. <laughs> he, was, he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was just went to sleep.
0: Oh well, that's bad. I feel sorry for the kid. Yeah, you I you you know your limit. Careful. got to be careful in places like that. These um, young, young bucks. Were there any projects that look like? I know uh, at one, I think it was two ETH Denver's ago, excuse me, Ethereum Denver's ago, where Tornado Cash made its uh, debut. Was it at,
1: at Denver? It
0: was It was actually at Ethereum Denver. And <laughs> uh, I wonder there were so
3: many Tornado Cash t, t- shirts there.
1: There's a rail gun was there as well. They were handing yeah. out gloves. Um, but was there any moments like
0: that where you saw like a neat project that was ready to go with a quote unquote finished thing making their debut at uh,
3: Ethan? I don't know, because I don't really go to talks and I don't oh. really talk to people in booths. I really just sit there and talk to friends. And see what I didn't I didn't always... talk to the Nucleo people because that was interesting. I just talked to Nucleo. So that was there we go. See, this is what I'm getting to. What's Nucleo? Nucleo is and we're actually going to potentially work with them. Did um, they spell that wrong? It's nuclei. Well, they're not trying to say multiple nucleus. Oh, they're not. Oh, OK. Nucleo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is as far as I can tell, the first private multisig slash eventually DAO because you can do private multi-sigs in existence, meaning that uh, you don't know what the total amount is within this multi-sig and you don't know who the signers are for this multi-sig, um, which is important for situations like constitution DAO. You remember that whole interesting debacle that happened on Ethereum? Oh, they raised a bunch of money to buy a replica of the constitution. They got and site. they got outbid at Soosby's because you could see how much money they had. <laughs> it's... Or this, I had a long conversation with someone who I think was, I forget who who he represented, but he was in one of the after parties I was at, um, not understanding the reasoning behind a, why, why you'd want a private DAO. Like, why would you care to have a private DAO? And I said, well, do you understand the reasoning behind a limited liability corporation? Like you build these entities such that you remove your liability from what the entity does. In the case that the entity goes down, they cannot go after your personal assets. And so if you look at the concept of a DAO, it gives you no concept of limited liability because you know exactly who's voting on what or where the weight is. And so if you don't like what the DAO is doing, you go after the power, which is the individual. And we can't build any type of Legal sheltering entity on blockchain until we have privacy. And I was trying to explain this concept to him. And Lucleo is the first instance of that built on the Aztec network because they were able to reuse the zero knowledge circuits that are built into the Aztec network. Mm.
1: I like how, like, there's two ways there's private DAO, and then there's like co op in Denver. Like, <laughs> hide in numbers. Yeah, they're not really yeah. hiding in Opolis. I mean, there isn't like it's it's community owned, right? The members sure, fractionally owned. I can see exactly who owns what. There's no privacy. Yeah. Role. Yeah, but like there's no one person. Like for instance, if you want to pooling money to pay to 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 for to, services, right? It's well here here's the <laughs> thing, right? If if you got a free ticket to go to ETH Denver by joining the co op, just imagine how many tens of thousands of people may sign up over the next few years. To become, you know, a member of that co-op, and if any sort of like class action lawsuit against the co-op may happen, that's a lot of like risk that gets dispersed across many people instead of, you know, mm-hmm. John. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I what don't you know. What do you mean?
3: Well,
0: socialized losses. So you talking about
1: something like that? Yeah, hmm.
3: but I don't want to be penalized because of some asshole on a co-op that I'm in does something stupid.
0: Yeah, but. Birds of a feather, man. If you're hanging around a bunch of people that do stupid stuff, then you usually go down with them.
3: Do they? Do people opt into that? Like when they when they join a DAO, <laughs> are they like, "I'm opting into the assholery of everyone here"? That's not in the bylaws of joining a DAO. There's not. That's and calling it implicit is like implicit. I think is overstepping.
0: I just I want DAOs to be more than a chat room with a bank account. Whoever came on our bitcoin podcast at the time and said that description who was that, that of like- a dow i can't remember it was in the last 20 episodes julian though. maybe was it was somebody talking about doubt you know it could have been the opulist dow guy it could have been could've him it could have been john i think it was actually him he said it's a chat room with a bank account which is true but it does kind of <clears throat> i don't know i feel like it it Makes Dow seem stupid when you put that frame when you put it in that frame,
3: especially yeah. when it comes to what I was talking about, whether like there is no concept of limited liability. Yeah, you people form organizations around DAOs because they want the Dow to do something and potentially shield themselves from the consequences of what that organization does. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Other than, wouldn't you be money? able to trace
1: the addresses that are Why don't, oh, this with is the what I DAO? No, Go that's the whole point. Sorry.
3: You don't know who who the signatories are.
0: No, Why okay. don't people start easy with DAOs? Like, start easy with things that aren't so, I don't know, whimsical as humanity at mass. Like, start with like putting making a vending machine be a DAO. A DAO? Yeah, like, the vending machine is a DAO. And then when it has enough money to buy it, when the vending machine has enough money to buy like another the- vending up. machine, it buys another vending machine and figures out where to put it in the city and
1: it how does orders- a
3: vending machine do that
0: that's what i'm saying like start with a machine don't start things with like a, a fractional
1: fee from like from like uh so say you buy like a bottle of coke they're like this this idea has been explored in like the internet of things like if you if you like at least in my undergrad they talked about this like how like what D was saying you know any sort of machine with a microcontroller that has like a public facing slot for putting in money it can take a, a slice of you know a a, tr- a fee of Stop, the transaction. Don't you, do that.
0: Don't, don't you do that. Sorry. Start paying
1: for itself. Start paying for its electricity. Start paying for its internet. So.
0: Think about it. Think about it. You can have, you can have a, not few a dumb convers- idea, Corey. You can no, have I'm a not few conversations I'm about it. an inanimate object with someone where the repercussions and the risk is what? Spoiled candy bars. Right. And experiment on the vending machine. And then when the vending machine has enough money in it, and has amassed enough profit, it buys another vending machine and hires a service to set it up and hires a service to deliver it and finds out Pretty where sure. so it like, wants it to be delivered.
3: And like the Dow was supposed to be doing. That was the whole point. It just ended up taking like something about Slock it mm-hmm. Slaw made <laughs> the Dow ostensibly to perform that feat, that function yeah, I mean, way too big, way too fast.
0: Just, just start there. Like, start small. Don't. If you start applying DAO concepts to groups of humans, you're that's no, that's not going to end well. No, it's how we like, pull
3: funds for various things. I can't buy it, you can't buy it, but together we can buy it. That's basically the gist of a DAO. And then, like, I all right, now that, that we pulled the funds, how do we vote on using them? That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. I absolutely, DAO, DAO I absolutely does.
0: understand it. However, in the current world that we live in. There's significant ramifications in almost every jurisdiction for just pooling your money together. You usually have to start a syndicate or you have to put your syndicate? money in. Yes, a syndicate is a pooling of money, people pooling their money together. You go get a syndicate and you start working in the world as a syndicate. Um, right? There's there's ramifications for it, like literal legal ramifications. Why it's start? a body of syndics. It's a stupid definition. That's not a uh, loose association of racketeers
3: them. in control of organized crime. Well, that's the bad one, right? But the one that... <laughs> a group of persons or concerns who combine to carry out a particular transaction or project. There's there you your, go. There's a, your syndicate definition.
0: there. You have to apply for it and then you have to register at this. You have to do things to say, I am a syndicate. Me and my other family members have formed a syndicate and we're going to start buying things together. And then and the government says, work. OK, we acknowledge that you're on the register. You have a syndicate. Buy all the things you want to do. Right. So, uh, Corey, I used to work for private equity firms, they, that's what they do syndicates. Right, and it's so e- it's so like, so ominous sounding, isn't it? We are the syndicate. Is
2: there we're like a to like top out or like a minimum for this? Like, I believe D. My families were yeah. like, "All right, we're going lotteries. Hi, everybody, to- put in your money for tickets. Like, do we have to register? Like, where does it where does it end?
0: <laughs> I think you can make us. A- so, um, do I know how to make a syndicate? No. Do I? It's know an LLC. You need to it's an LLC. Syndicate?
1: It's just a co, a co-owned, uh, a co-owned Owned? Uh, LLC that, a uh, if there's some that sort counts? of business, huh?
0: That counts. Is an LLC? Yeah. A yeah, so you can run,
1: you can run a syndicate as an as an LLC or a corporation. Basically, you when you have some income-producing like asset or business, then That's a stupid you conversation we're having.
0: Well, it's not a stupid conversation. I think it's a good conversation because it's like people are trying to reinvent wheels instead of. They're, okay. One, I'd be contradicting myself if I did say it's not a good thing to reinvent I wheels because we don't think need the
2: literal wheel. That one's pretty good. But <laughs>
0: it's I've, lasted for a bit. Well, I mean, like now it is, but it started as a stone disc. We've come a long way. Like, I mean, like, I, I feel like. If there's legal framework written in such a way that it's not oppressive and oh. isn't the like the <laughs> wall isn't bless you like if an llc counts as a syndicate it costs like 70 bucks to start an llc almost in every state like don't make a dow everyone make an llc and make it a multiple member llc Right. Like, I guess what well, I guess all this blabbing is what I'm trying to say is I feel like there's other avenues to spread the technology of crypto, but there's too many opportunities for people with just a little bit of greed in their system to try to apply it in a way that it's not it's going to go south. It's going to go south
3: fast. It'd be interesting to interview some of the like useful DAOs out there to see how <laughs> they would say they would go tell you to fuck yourself. D versus D. I, I would love.
2: It's on.
0: (laughs) D versus doubt. I mean, I I just want to know. You know, I just want—I want to know why they chose chosen the route of making an LLC. I want to know if Jesse
2: did anything besides scoop up swag at at Denver. Do you do like the talks and stuff? Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah, I talked to uh, I talked to Brian Redford at Risk Risk Zero, Mm -hmm. that that huge zkVM project. And uh, yeah, I talked to them like, so what are you guys going to do with it? Like, where are you guys going to deploy it? And then they they said that they're going to have their own blockchain called Bonsai, and that's where they're going to deploy the zkVM. And I was asking him, well, he was explaining to Mo like um, essentially how it worked, and I thought that it compiled all like multi language comp- compilation down to Solidity bytecode, but it actually is its own um, like language that it compiles to. So I was like, oh okay. Hmm. Yeah, when yeah. you think of things compiling to EVM bytecode, they usually
3: have the EVM as a part of it because it's a part of the name. So when it, whenever you lose the E, they stop caring about being
1: uh, a one-to-one mapping to Solidity. Got it. So like you would have to write like the business logic is all oh, well the, the 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 smart contracts are not going to be in Solidity like how like what smart contract language would they use? They're like all, what would it compile to? I don't know. It depends. They may they may use
3: some some transpiler that makes a inter, like intermediate language, yeah. intermediate representation language that then compiles to whatever their VM bytecode is. Uh, and so you can use a bunch of different ones. So that's how Wasm works, right? I can mm-hmm. I can compi- I can write a bunch of programs in different languages and mm-hmm. then use this transpiler to then compile to Wasm the Wasm runtime. And then it runs in the browser because it's native to the browser or like risk zero has what's called the risk five architecture set, which is a instruction set for machines that is open source and collaborative. And you can make machines that have chips that are, that follow this instruction set. So anything you build that's conformant to the risk five architecture runs on this machine. So they're, they're, they VM uses the risk five instruction set. And so all you need is something that compiles to risk five. And so all of their zero knowledge circuits and stuff like that are conformant to that instruction set. So whatever can compile to risk five is what's probably going to be able to
1: be used. Nice. It's like every every language though, right? Yeah, I believe so. Do you I'm
0: think sure. it's going to get to a point where there'll be like a um like a composition of VMs? Like yeah. I yeah. mean you have
1: application specific blockchains with with like application specific VMs I can imagine that being a thing.
3: yeah I mean like Avalanche is a testament to that so is so is cosmos. like um, the L2 ecosystem on Ethereum is also a, a different slice of that picture. Mm-hmm. The VMs like optimism, Aztec, uh, polygon, well the, the myriad of polygon things. Like all that, all those are different VMs for specific purposes. Most of them aggregating transactions, with Aztec being the only one that does any privacy. Um, hmm. But like, you build different virtual machines to give specific types of features or functionality. But they all have some common interface to what's below them.
1: They're also like different like um, types, like zkEVM types that. Have different levels of parity with like smart contract execution like ZK EVM type 2 is essentially like one to one parity with the EVM versus mm-hmm. like a type 1 or, or I think there's a type 0 which is like a, a minim like a, a cut down version effectively so it doesn't support all the all the functionality of the EVM so like risk 0 like is actually not the full risk 5 instruction set it's actually a reduced set and re, like the ZK WASM vm that's even like an extended instruction set so that's like hundreds of instructions like you know like when you're when you're thinking you know like system calls like i don't know if you you've ever seen like the assembly stuff like for x86 right you, you just say the whole
3: sentence <laughs> where the acronyms. Yeah, do you know any of those things? I mean, a whole sentence where the. <laughs> I, I was trying to keep it's, up. It's, I it's the things
1: that the machine understands. Like it's like machine language right above and zeros and ones. Yeah. It's, it's the language right above zeros and ones. And that's okay. the language that the computer understands in terms of being the fastest to compile because it's so close to the zeros and ones. So as you start having like these higher abstraction languages, like. Um, Python, which is like even above, because Python can compile, it compiles to, I, th- I, th- I don't know if it still does, compiles to C or C++ or whatever. And then C, C++ compiles down into, um, I think, assembly and then assembly to, you know, binary. But then when you have like these, like RISC-5, like architectures, like the RISC-0, there's only, I think, I think 50 something instructions of the total like 100 and something like extended instruction set that the Risk Five architecture has. And then WASM, ZK WASM, like the the WebAssembly stuff, like that thing has like hundreds of uh, instruction sets. Uh, so like the complexity with a ZK WASM VM versus a ZK VM is or like a RISC-V uh, ZK VM is like orders of magnitude more difficult to implement. Many more circuits. We can dive into the weeds on this one because
3: system design and making VMs is really, really hard. And if you don't understand that low level, there's a lot of other things to get to to get there.
1: Push pop registers.
3: No reaction
2: like. <laughs> from D unless he's frozen. I was gonna say he's either I the think D is frozen, he's
1: frozen. or he's like seriously
2: face or froze. upset about
3: what's <laughs> happening right now.
2: <laughs> oh, there it is Mine, well it keeps this going is in and out. probably about time to wrap up anyway because these guys have been to ETH Denver and are very tired so any final thoughts about F Denver or plans to go to the next global event anytime soon
3: I don't know what my next conference will be I may I go think- to the Avalanche Summit definitely go to yes. FCC probably in Paris Maybe, oui. but there's a lot in between there so uh, at Denver. We'll see how I feel next year. It'll be even bigger. Probably the same place because that was a good venue. Uh, Probably go to the Source rooftop again. Definitely. I had a home base rooftop bar at the Call the Source. Awesome view of Denver if you ever go to Denver.
0: Nice. My area was wigging out there Good for beer, a good food. Um, okay. So it sounds like eat over, eat, uh, off, the, off Denver.
2: No. That was... That was, that was the end there, man. That's what their final thoughts.